0: hi everybody welcome back to the indie miss podcast my name is olivia and for today we will be tackling another episode about long distance relationships this time we're going to talk about how to keep things interesting especially if you guys have been together for a long time gear up and let's get started This episode is sponsored by Audible. With Audible, you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash miss There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or mp3 player. Now I love Audible because it truly allows me to listen to my favorite books, which are wonderfully read by some very talented narrators. This month, I've been listening excessively to Pyro's Finest Cases by the BBC cast, and it's so incredibly amazing how I can truly visualize the scene as it's being acted out. Again, if you want to try Audible for free for 30 days, go to www.audibletrial.com slash Miss and choose any title you want. Remember, there's no commitment at all, just a great experience. in love we are with our other half, there are moments where the relationship can get pretty stale if there's nothing new going on, or if we're doing the same things all the time. In this case, adding a little or a lot of spice will do you both good. Now, from being in a relationship for almost 14 years, I can lend a few tips and insights as to how to keep the relationship exciting and interesting. These tips have worked for us and I'm hoping they'll benefit you as well. Number one, care for the little things. Short messages, small cards, or quick calls do so much to keep the relationship strong. This should be a no-brainer, so it really boggles me when some friends ask for advice and tell me the same exact thing. That they need more from their boyfriends or girlfriends and that they don't communicate much between fancy dinners and overseas trips, if there are any. With my guy, I think I've hit the jackpot in more ways than one. I don't deserve the attention he gives me. To be honest, I'm the more passive half, but that doesn't stop him from sending little notes my way. Be it a short message on Skype or Messenger, a tag on a meme on Facebook, In short, any action that allows him to interact with me throughout the day. I often send him little notes as well. I might be passive at times, but I'm not a snob. Now, given our distance, small things really matter as it helps lessen the miles and makes us feel like we're physically together. Number two, invest in experiences. In a long-distance relationship, every moment matters, and if you only get to see each other once a month or less than, making each meeting special will take some planning. As for us, we take turns in planning trips for our monthly get-togethers. Last December, Lance and I visited Sweden to spend time before the New Year. It was his turn to do the planning, and it was the best year-ender ever. He booked one of the prettiest hotels in Stockholm, called the Nobis Hotel, and the most beautiful room ever at that. Um, He booked us a tour, and just made everything incredible for the both of us. When it's my turn to plan though, I can't splurge on luxury trips. He insists on paying for everything all the time, but I don't like having to rely on him that much, so I try to budget. I book his hotels and fancy dinners too, but nothing so luxurious as somewhere abroad. I'm not as loaded as he is, but I do know how to give my guy a good time my own way. Often, the best experience is somewhere where it's only the two of you present. Simply put, you could either go big or go as much as you can afford. What matters is you do something together, you experience something together, and that makes for some great stories and memories. Number 3. Show Your Affection Here in the Philippines, public display of affection or PDA isn't really the norm. Perhaps in the cities it's become commonplace, but most of the country are still quite conservative, so couples don't air out their love through physical touch that often. In public. In other countries, though, PDA is very common. Couples kiss in public and touch each other without having to think of being judged or scrutinized. This foreign way of thinking has always been normal for me, living in Australia as a kid, and having an Australian boyfriend certainly helped solidify my opinion on the matter. When he's in the country, we wear affection on our sleeves. We hold hands, cuddle, kiss, and touch each other with little care for what the world thinks. It's been like that for the past 13 or so years, minus the first year of high school, (laughs) and with every year that passes by, we've managed to keep things exciting. Uh, Here's a tip. Try touching his ass in public and you'll see what I mean. (laughs) Don't feel like you have to hide how you feel because people will judge. That's natural to humans. We judge others all the time. Let your body loose once in a while if you're still not convinced. It's quite therapeutic. Number four, try role-playing. While role-plays are usually for the bedroom, you can also use it to add some spice throughout the day. In a relationship uh, where you can't always physically be together, talking over Skype uh, or phone is kind of the only way you can communicate. If you've naturally you know, been in a relationship for as long as I have, I think you'll develop some inside language you both automatically understand and depending on the mood. There was a time where we were both feeling a bit peckish for food and something else. And since we had some time to kill, we had a little phone convo surrounding food. Uh, I was a fruit and he was a vegetable. Um, We also talked about how we wanted to eat each other. Yeah, that happened. Left us both flushed afterwards and it certainly helped bring us closer together. Role playing is the chance to look into some of your partner's innermost thoughts. I'm very into the psychology and behavior of people and from the books I've read, observing what roles they usually go for will indicate their desires. It'll help you get to know your partner better and complement his or her desires with your own. Number 5. Play with fashion. We rely on our visuals very heavily and when we see something we like, we snap out of boredom and turn our attention towards it like a hawk. Where, you know, when you've been with your partner for a while, playing with your wardrobe every now and then will bring the surprise. If you're more of a jacket, shirt, and jeans kind of girl, switch it up a bit. I'm the type who doesn't dress up a lot and when he's on vacation um, in the Philippines, he has an expectation of what I usually wear. Um, In other words, jeans, a regular statement shirt, and some rubbers. The last time a boyfriend visited, I changed my style. (laughs) Instead of my usual blah outfit, I wore a printed tube jumpsuit, um, some sandals, and a lovely floral kimono I had recently bought. The guy was all over me. Couldn't take his hands off my ass. Yeah. Um, The attire not only made me feel better about myself, It also gave my guy a new image of me in his head when he went back to Australia. Something to keep him thinking about me until we see each other again. Before I proceed with the next tip, I'd just like to say that if you're not comfortable with reading about intimacy, please do fast forward and yeah, start from there. Number six, sext. Sexting is a pretty taboo subject in the Philippines, but as much as people hate to admit it, this form of communication does wonders to keep the passion alive. Personally, I think sexting outside a relationship is a no-no. Between couples, though, I'm perfectly okay with it. I mean, we kind of do it, so... (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it's yet another way to become closer to your significant other and allows for exploration of some other... Uh, level of intimacy outside the bedroom. The deed shouldn't have to be dirty, okay? You can do it in a classy way. Make it an art. Make it a poem or something. It doesn't have to be a foul, disgraceful thing. Text just enough to make his imagination go wild, but don't withhold so much too that the other has no idea what you're actually trying to say. This is also the perfect place to try out some role playing. Number seven, write each other's stories of your day. Out of all the tips, this has kind of been the one which I'm always excited for. I love it when he tells me about his day and what he feels at the end before going to sleep. Our stories could be very long or very short depending on our energy levels and how much we want to share. Yeah, you don't have to share everything with your other half as much as other people would like you to think. In the past, we've sent these stories over email, but as mine has started to get clogged by other urgent things, his messages have fallen to the bottom of the mailbox. To avoid this, we keep a shared diary online, a blog that only we have access to. We log our events of the day and we read them before bed. You know why this works? It makes both parties feel that, regardless of how far apart they both are, they're still involved and in the know about the important parts of their partner's day. Yeah, it requires effort, especially if you both had a very tiring day, but it's worth every last bit of energy. He and I don't often get the chance to actively chat and be present at the same time. That's why we often leave messages and just wait until the other sees it later in the day. With these story logs, it's the perfect day It's like you were with him the entire day. And our episode is officially over. We talked about how to keep things interesting in long distance relationships, especially if you've been together for a long time. Again, these are tips that we've personally experienced as a couple and some or all of them might not work for you, but we'll keep things positive here and say that they will be working for you. I'm quite sure that um, even if you're not in a long distance kind of relationship, These tips will work for you as well. Um, If you're together, if you're married, whatever. um, I really do think these will still be effective for you if done correctly. I hope you had fun listening. Um, Maybe if you've taken down notes, I don't know what you did. But (laughs) um, I really do hope that you learned something from this episode. And I'm just having so much fun just writing these episodes and getting them out to you guys every week. Um, I think we're gonna have to move this schedule because there hasn't really been one so to speak and I'm thinking about releasing twice a week uh, starting this week so um, it it would either be Mondays and Thursdays or Tuesdays and Fridays just something like that so um, yeah let me know what you think if you want three episodes a week I could probably do that Um, but I think uh, to be sensible about things. We're going to start with just two for now. So yeah. Um, I hope you had fun, enjoyed every bit of this podcast and see you next time.